0: All right, and we are live. Welcome back, everybody, to the No Limits Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Michael Pendergraft, and you may have noticed by now, maybe, a little bit of a difference in the usual show. My co-host, Joseph Cortez, is not here today. You know, I was just, I was killing him too bad on this show, man. I was abusing him. I was going hard in the paint every week. And so he quit. No, I'm just kidding, guys. He's um, he's in Colorado for this week. Um, I think he's with some of his family up there visiting. Beautiful area he's in, Colorado Springs. I love that place so much. Um, I- I've been to Colorado one time before. I don't know if this is his first time going or not, but I definitely would love to live there and move there. It's just such a great area to me. So... That was the elephant in the room, it is only me this week, so this would be a good time for us to get to know each other a little bit better. This is fun, I haven't done a solo podcast in well over a year, I think, back when I tried to do my first show ever, and I quit like a little chump, like a little baby, but nope, this is episode 13 of the No Limits Podcast, and we are on the Strive Network, of course, I'm carrying this network, dog. No, I'm kidding. If any of the other guys in the network just heard this, they're cringing right now. But no, we are on the Strive Network. Uh, this is our third month, I believe. Week 13, so yeah, that's like three three months, I don't know. I go to community college, I'm a dumbass. I think that's right. So uh, I've had a very, very busy week myself. One of the busiest weeks of my life, I would probably say, not from like a business or a work uh standpoint, but just from like moving around and doing shit, you know. Uh I went to San Diego, I flew out to San Diego, California from here in San Antonio on Monday night. Um and we were I was in San Diego and Los Angeles uh tuesday wednesday thursday and friday uh and we flew home late friday night so i was gone for four days uh and then i'm recording this right now on sunday i know the podcast drops on monday and yeah you know being gone for four days but it felt like much longer you know i think uh Traveling and flying out places and being in a completely different uh, time zone and area and place in the world, it like it like exhausts you for real. Like, I don't know how some of these fools like travel across the country all the time. Like they go from one city to the to the next like every day, especially like when they're on, like tour or some shit like that. I couldn't even imagine trying to do that. I I don't know. Maybe I get used to it, but uh. I just, I love the idea of flying because it's like so fast and uh, easy to get there. But something about just like sitting in that seat for that long just completely wears you out, you know, like you just, I think it's the worst, like whenever, like you're sitting there on the plane, like you feel the blood clots coming on, you know, (laughs) and, and Especially if you're in the middle seat and you're next to like two strangers and you don't want to get up and like, hey, I, you know, can I walk around or can I go to the restroom? You like, you don't want to bother them, especially like when they're asleep. So you're just like sitting there, like a little schoolboy who's got a piss, but you're too scared to ask the teacher to go to the restroom. You know? And um, so I was out in California for a couple of days. I walked around the uh, the Staples Center. While the game was going on on Christmas Day between the Clippers and the Lakers, that was that was a really, really fun experience. That was in Los Angeles. We were in San Diego most of the time. I think we went down to L.A. for Christmas Day. And it's it's always so great to be there. You know, we went up to the Santa Monica Pier and Venice Beach. We saw this full of Venice Beach, dude. And uh, we were... <laughs> We were on the little sidewalk or whatever and my dad pulled out some cash to like give my mom and this fool saw the cash. It was like $7 and he turned around and started eyeballing us. And like, he was like, kid, like, that kept walking and kept turning around and looking at us. I was like, Oh shit. I was like, I was keeping an eye on him for sure. I was like, this is going to be, this is a little suspect, but we made it out of there. All right. You know, it's like, damn, like people would like, people do the craziest shit for a couple dollars. You know, I think it's, it's so bizarre to me that people would rather steal or hurt another person over, you know, $10 maybe instead of like going out and doing something for themselves, you know, like maybe flipping burgers or even, even in California, what's a really good hustle. If any of you guys are in California listening right now, like, dude, I saw this shit and I I got turned on. I'm not even gonna lie. Like I was like, Whoa, that's a real hustle. I saw his full at uh, Balboa Park in San Diego, okay? And he had bags full of trash, okay? And uh, they were full of cans, okay? And bottles and all that. And in California, they charge you a, uh, a like a 10 cent or five to 10 cent tax on every single bottle or can that you buy. So. If you're in California, you understand this or any other place that does this. But in Texas, we don't do no shit like that. Like in Texas, we don't care about pollution. We don't care about the environment. None of that. So if you buy like, let's say you buy like a 32 pack of water in California, they're going to charge you 10 cents per bottle tax. So that that case of water might be three bucks, but you're going to pay 320 in state tax for the bottle. Now, you only pay the tax if you don't bring the bottles back. You know, like that's the incentive. The incentive is basically like we'll tax you and you could get the tax money back if you bring back your bottles and we'll reuse them or we'll recycle them or something good instead of just throwing them out in the trash to go to the landfills. And so this fool came by with trash bags full of cans and bottles picking up out of the trash can. He was literally going through the trash can picking up all this shit and putting in these bags to go take to some store to get cash back. That is like that's cr- like that dude's a, that dude's a, like a hustler for real. Like that dude's got an operation going like 10 cents a bottle, you could rack up some cash quick. Like he had probably five trash bags full of cans and bottles. I'm telling you, dude, Fool probably had $250 full of cans and bottles. He was just picking up around the park. I mean, you could do that every day. And like, not only are you making money, but I mean, you're also helping out the environment. You know, you're helping out the the planet, if you want to say that, and making straight cash. I just, I saw that and I was like, holy cow, that's crazy. Because like, I guess if you don't. If you're not always in like the mindset of like hustling and trying to like, you know, uh find a good deal or make some money or uh try to you know, like, you know, just hustle and uh find savvy and creative ways to do things, you'd probably just look at it as like some guy digging through trash, you know, like why is he doing that? Like he's a loser or something. But I saw that and I was like, "Holy cow, that's dude, that's a nice hustle for real." Like in California with them damn rents, and that real estate is so high, man, if you're short on rent money one month, all you got to do is just go down the sidewalks, go down the streets and pick up tra- pick up bottles and trash, and you make some cash. I may, Dude, I may have to make like a, a YouTube video or something next time I go out there and like try that out, like pick up some bottles and stuff, see how much money I can make. I think that'd be awesome. Shout out to that guy for that. That was very inspiring for me to see. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And, um, we were in San Diego for a couple of days for sure, you know, beautiful weather out there, uh, beautiful beaches and oceans and just a great environment. So much better weather than out here, but you know, it's the, it's the, the taxes out there are crazy and, uh, the cost of living is really high, you know, in California, like in Texas, the the amount of home that you can buy for like seven hundred fifty thousand dollars is insane. Like where I live, where I live, like three fifty and above is an expensive house. Like seven fifty could get you a castle where I live. Like seven hundred fifty thousand dollars could get you four thousand square feet, like four or five bedrooms, like a big ass house, a really nice house too, and some good a good amount of land. And, and California, like San Diego or Los Angeles, dude, 750,000 is getting you like a, like a fucking shack on like an eighth of an acre. Like it's not, it's not going very far out there, which is insane. Like, so, I mean, that, that's, I guess what, what, would hold me back from moving out there because I mean the, the environment and the weather and the culture I really love it. I do think it's great. But the cost of housing is through the roof. Uh, the they, they nickel and dime you like crazy around there. I mean, they got like a 13% state income tax or something like that. I mean, you just get flossed out there. And you got to like, especially if you're in the city, they hit you over the head for paying for parking like every single place you go, dude. That's like, I mean, you truly get nickel and dimed, like $5 here, seven there, 10 here, 20 there before, you know, it, you ain't got no money. So that's what would hold me back from moving to California. But I did have a great trip. It was very fun. Uh, The place we stayed in was kind of a shack, but you know, what do you expect? That's California. If you're not going to pay big, big dollars, you're not really going to get something nice. Which is crazy because all the people that I watch on Instagram and YouTube and podcasting and all that, these people all live in California, and I'm like, damn, like they like, and they don't look like they're living in jacks and little bitty places. They look like they're living in nice spots. I'm like, man, they must be making some real money, or I don't know how they're doing it, but they're doing it. Like, like I said, the the cost of living difference between where I'm at and California is insane, but you know, like where I'm at, you know, not a lot's going on. It's pretty quiet out here. It's, it's, you know, not a lot of noise is happening out there. You know, they got everything popping out there. So I guess, you know, you kind of pay for what you get out in those areas. So, um, that was a bit of my trip. Went out west coast for a couple days. It was really fun. Uh, very, very blessed and fortunate to be able to, travel like that at such a young age, I think it's really opened up my perspective on a lot of things. You know, I think you, it's easy to get in a bubble of where you live where you know, wherever you are around, around the world, you know, listening to this or whatever. I think it's super easy to basically like stick to your little city or your little town or the few square miles that you go every day and you hang out with and where you live. And you could quickly begin to think that everybody's like how your area is or um, let's say the area of town that you live in is extremely Republican, you know, then you'll, you'll start thinking, Oh my God, everybody's a Republican, you know? And then, whenever let's say a Democrat wins the election, you'd be like, "Shit, how did he win?" Everybody's a Republican, right? It's because you know you're kind of in a bubble. You have a really small, uh, you know, lens that you're looking th- at the world through. And that not only applies to you know where you physically are, but also like social media and all that. Like, if you went on Twitter, if you went on Twitter, you would think that everybody in the world cares about uh, canceling some trans unicorn phobe you know you would think everybody cares about that because that's what's on twitter but you go out in real life you'll never hear anybody say that you know so it's it's like it's just these little bubbles that people can put themselves in and i i take great pride in getting myself out of bubbles you know i like i've been actively trying to do things that are uncomfortable you know like where where i grew up and went to school at everybody pretty much knew everybody and people were very clicky and uh they they really thought that the world revolved around them you know and if i if if i just allowed myself to never leave this area never stop talking to these people never be around this environment you i mean you would think that this is the world this little bitty little town or this little city is the world and it's just not like the world's so big i've only i've only been in the united states my entire life i went to canada for like six hours you know so (laughs) so i've been outside of the country for like a couple hours i went we drove up to vancouver uh for a little bit like part of a day but that's the only time i've ever left the country so even my my uh My perspective is only limited basically to the United States and I mean that's a huge broad perspective to have you know going to different parts of the country but I know going to different parts of the world would just be would just be crazy like just to see how other people are like I know probably growing up in America it's quick it's easy for you to think that everybody speaks English and everybody you know likes football or everybody eats chicken you know like here like if, if like people make jokes about eating dogs and eating rats and shit because it's just not our uh our culture it's not who we are it's not what we do but if you went to another part of the world I mean that's just like nothing over there man like it's just what they do so I know like if I went to other countries I would I think my my scope would be a lot bigger than it is right now, uh, and I think it's just done very good for me. I I never had even left the state of. Te- well, I went to on a little trip and I was like eight or nine to Florida, but I don't really remember it that that well. My first real, real memories of leaving the state was in 2016. You know, so I was 15, and I we i remember my family we drove up to all the way up from where i live to san francisco which is far and then we we swung through a bunch of places and went back home and um i've been fortunate to travel probably four or five times since then like out of the state for a couple days uh to a different part of the country and um it's pretty cool. Like it's cool going back to the same places and like kind of like getting familiar with other areas outside of, you know, where I've been familiar with my whole life and just being around different people, different atmospheres, you know, realizing that the world is a huge place and some of us are, are lucky enough to be able to basically get up and kind of do what we want. You know, like I really thought about it and nothing is ever restricting like myself personally. Like I, I probably could up and move to Colorado or California in a very short amount of time. Um, I'm not going to, but it, it's it's a good, it's a good like thought to have. It's a good feeling to feel free or feel that you can, like, do something different. You know, that's why I do want to move away and out of where I'm from. Not that this place is bad. This place is great. I, I love the house of Men right now. It's, it's beautiful. Uh, but I, I just, I think I refuse to live in the same place my entire life. You know, like, I just want to, I just have to do different things. I have to see certain things and just get a feel for what this is all about. You know, I want to be old and have a really broad perspective, you know, like have a lot of knowledge about different places and, and all that stuff. I, like I love old people that are like that, you know, like you meet old people that are, that are old, man, like 75 plus, but they've been around, like they've seen a lot. They've gone a lot of places, you know, you bring up anything and they've done it. You know, you tell some old person, man, dude. I fucking hate mustard. Some old guy will be like, man, let me tell you about mustard. When I was in Vietnam, all we had was mustard. And so we had to eat shit. and We had to deal with it. We had to eat mustard. Then that's when you're like, oh, man, geez, that's crazy, you know? Or like you tell – or some old person hears you say like, you know, uh, oh, I wonder what it's like in West Virginia. And some old person's like, you know, I lived in West Virginia for three years. You know, it was was pretty all right. You know, good people out there. Then you're like, oh, okay. Well, that's what Virginia's like, you know, West Virginia. So I kind of want to be like that. I want to be that guy. I want to be able to have perspective on a lot of different places and have a broad um, scope and state of mind and all that good stuff. Now, Let's go ahead and switch gears. So, that was my trip. Went out to California for a couple days. That's where I've been the past couple days. Um, and let's go ahead and get into this new decade that we are about to enter. I think this is the last No Limits podcast for this year. Yep. Last No Limits podcast for 2019. Wow, this is insane. I didn't even I didn't even put that together until just now. That's crazy. The next time you, you guys are gonna listen to both of us, it's gonna be 2020. I think I think that this is like I'm 18, okay? So this is going to really be the first entire year that I'm going to be an adult that is basically free to kind of do what I want to do you know within reason of course i don't have to go to you know grade school anymore or high school or any shit like that like like nothing's like i'm not required to go do anything you know like this is going to be my first full year in business well no i've been in business for the past couple of years but but i mean you guys probably know what i mean like first year of not having to go to school you know like business this year, uh, real estate this year, uh, fucking podcasting this year, YouTube this year. I have so many things that I'm very excited about. And I just feel so good about this year, you know, 2020. Like, this is a brand new decade. I've, I feel like I've been fortunate to have grown up in, the 2010 era, basically 2010 decades, you know, like I, I'm 2010 to 2019 is basically when I grew up, you know, and I think that the 2020 decade is going to be probably like the first decade of me being an adult, you know, for the, for the decade. And it's going to, I think, I think by the end of this decade, I think my life will be very, very different from how it is today. Like, I think in by twenty by this time, you know, by the time we're sitting down doing this show and ten years from now, I'm gonna be twenty-eight. And um I fucking I'm that it's crazy to think that. I just I feel I feel very good about this this coming decade. Um I have so many goals for this year. I think I'm gonna make a youtube video probably in a day or two about all my goals in detail but i'll probably just go ahead and just tell you guys some of my goals for this year and i don't these aren't going to be new year's resolutions or you know fucking oh man i'm gonna go to the gym i'm gonna go get fuck it. that's actually probably one of my goals though i'll fucking break it i'll tell y'all that shit later but it's not going to be no goofy shit like Oh, I'm going to go murder the gym or I'm going to go, I'm going to go vegan or I'm going to fucking, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, get 30 dogs or, you know, I'm going to do X, Y, or Z. That's ridiculous. No, it's, it's, it's going to be not things that I am just going to like cold turkey do. It's going to be like legit goals for the year that I'll look back on and, and hope that I, that I, I hit it. It's going to be more of goals, not resolutions. Like I'm not really trying to change. I'm just trying to like move forward. You know, if that makes sense, I hope I think, so I'll try to go ahead and um, murder, try not to forget some of these murder them out. Um, I'll, I'll go definitely way more in detail in a video because I don't really think here would be a good place. Cause I'm not really that prepared to go in detail about all the goals. I just hope all you guys out there listening, um, you know try to push yourself in this 2020 year you know like we are all of us are very blessed to even be alive you know and so i think if i think we we need to all make the most out of this coming year you know i think it's gonna be it's a brand new decade i don't see why anybody couldn't just get up and start something new you know be be the change or make the change in your life that you want to that you want to make you know if if you have always wanted to be a dancer, or you know, uh, make a song, or uh, become a a dental assist- assistant, or some crazy shit like that, you know, like do it. Like, let's do this. Like, we live in the age of the internet. Like, like this this podcast, this video that I'm recording right now. None of this would be possible without the internet you know if I, if this was 1975 nobody would know who i am nobody knows who i am now but i have a way better chance of, of you know making this now than i did in 75 if it was 75 i would have had to have worked at some radio station and and suck the host off and fucking make him coffee and sit around and you know not and basically be a uh assistant for 20 years and then maybe I'll get a chance to jump on the mic one time or something you know like there was no such thing as creating your own content or or really like you know like making your own path sort of there was like a system that you had to go through like that just doesn't exist anymore you know like we have the internet we have podcasting we have YouTube we have TikTok, we have all these places that you could go out and do whatever you want to do like this is gonna be a brand new year i don't see why why you know i i just i don't want to i hate regrets i hate it like i hate like when i tell you guys some of these goals now if if i don't hit some of them that's fine but if i don't even try I'm going to hate myself. I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to just itch and like, "Oh, why? Why? Why did I not do that?" So I hate that feeling. I I love to uh I love to act quick on things I do. I like to just have a thought or a goal and just do it. Like, let's just do this. So some of my goals for 2020 all right, obviously, I want to stay healthy, you know, I hope everybody that I love my life stays safe and uh, takes care of themselves and doesn't get in any freak thing in 2020. I hope everybody stays safe. That's the obvious first goal. Um, I want my business that I talk about a lot here on this podcast. Um, I sell, I basically sell things, you know, that's what I do. That's what most people do in business. And that's what I do too. I kind of have structured my business into kind of the main business, I would say, is like two different things. You know, one is basically buying brand new items that I create myself, uh, that I, you know, have made myself, that I kind of envisioned that I think will sell, you know, basically creating stuff from scratch. And I get it made and I retell it here. Some of the shits behind me in this video that you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening to the podcast on YouTube. Um So that's one half. That's the majority of my business is my retail sales that I product on that I made myself. Um, and then I also have another segment of my business, just reselling shit. You know, that's whenever I talk about the yard sales, I talk about the the uh the Goodwills. I talk about Ross. I talk about TJ Maxx. I talk about all these places. The fucking outlets. Like the, the like. My business is fun. I love doing all all my work. But the the resale, the flip stuff is just such a high, dude. Like whenever I go out and I go to Ross and I buy a jacket for fifteen dollars and I flip it on eBay for sixty, somebody might as well just put a fucking crack rock in my goddamn arm, you know. Like, it's that hit. It's like, oh, this is awesome, you know? Like, sure, sure. In the grand scheme of things, I made 20 profit. Ooh, $20, ooh. But, like, dude, it's just, like, the process of the hunt, of finding it, of, you know, selling it. It just feels, it just feels so good. And if you say, oh, it's only $20, I mean, come on, dick. You do that a 1,000 times, I got 20,000, you know? I do that. Five thousand times this year, I got a hundred thousand dollars. You know, so stop it, stop, stop hating. Uh, so the retail business, flipping, reselling stuff. You know, the flipping and reselling stuff is sexy. Like I hear everybody on here, like a lot of people are like, man, how do you do this? Like, and I definitely plan on breaking it down a lot more, and I plan on getting better. Because the good thing about the resale business is like, you, there's always room for improvement. Always. Like, if you're a reselling, you're like, oh. Well, I got it made. You know, I can't. Do, I can't learn. I can't pick up anything new. You're, you're lying. You're lying. There's always fresh shit that you can do. That you can new places to go to. Uh, it's awesome. So I want. I that I feel like this is stepping big. Like I feel like this is the one goal that because here the way I like to do my goals personally is I like to set a bar that's high. You know, I don't want to be like, you know, oh, I want to turn 19 next year. Well, no shit. Like, I'm going to do it as long as I stay alive, you know? But but, um, I, I I want a goal that's not unachievable. I want to hit the goal, but I want it to be a nice little reach. But this one might be a little bit of a reach. I want my business that I sell my main business that I do right now to do $100,000 gross in 2020, you know? So gross means sales, okay? It's not gonna be how much I'm gonna make or I'm gonna bring home, oh, fucking 18, making 100000 a year, making six figures. Come on, guys, stop. I'm talking, I'm gonna do 45000 this year, okay? How much of that is profit? Probably eighteen. You know, the rest of it is, uh, probably shipping and fees, taxes, uh, and, you know, the profit might be more than 18. I'm not really sure. Um, but uh, like so much of it's got reinvested, you know, it just gets reinvested into more product, more goods. That's how you grow. You got to reinvest into your business. Um, so I'm going to do 45,000 this year, you know, just in gross, like that's like, it's really not even a like a completely accurate deal, but it's just like what the what PayPal tells me I did. So I want to do 100,000 through that in 2020. Considering in 2018 I did 8,000, 2019 I should going to do 45,000. I feel like I could do 100,000 in 2020. And the reason I feel like that is because this is going to be the first full year like I said that I'll be out of school, that I'll be able to focus and hone in on this. I've gotten a lot better Like I just, I just, I've learned how to do things the better way, how to uh, reinvest in my business, all these good things and uh, scale a little bit, build a little bit of a scale. So I think in 2020, I want to do $100,000 in gross business. Um, That's my first goal. My second goal, my, another goal of mine for 2020 is... I've been I've been think I've been playing with this one because I am a I am brand new I'm a, I'm a rookie I have not done a single deal yet I'm still working out some of the the paperwork and the the uh, technical mumbo jumbo before I get started but 2020 we have a fresh start as a realtor as a real estate agent here in Texas and I know that like in the beginning it's gonna be a little tough because I'm not really going to know what I'm doing and I'll, I'm not going to be like completely full-time doing it because I do have my business and uh so I'm not gonna be completely full-time doing it but I do plan on giving it a very like a decent concerted effort I was playing with 10 or 20,000 you know uh I'm gonna go I'll say I going my big fucking 000, 000 as a million dollars as a real estate agent this year I think 10,000 is very achievable I think 20 it's probably achievable too, but like with a part-time effort and being a rookie, I don't know. So I'm gonna say I want to do ten thousand dollars this year, and uh, commissions as a real estate agent. I might end up doing that one. Like I'll, pro- I'll, achieve that. I may achieve that quicker than I than I think, but I don't know. I don't know what to expect at all. So some of my financial goals that I brought out for you guys here is a hundred thousand in gross business, ten thousand in real estate sales. Um, and I think probably in a year from now, I do want to be in prime position to be able to buy a rental property, you know, and really begin the steps towards financial freedom, independence, you know, being my own man, completely being an investor and like really, you know, doing the right things to, you know, be rich and set myself up in life the way I want to. And that's what this, that's what this fucking podcast is going to be about. That's all that. So that's my financial goals for 2020. Okay. I think they're ambitious, but I don't think they're crazy. So my next set of goals, my next category is gonna be uh podcast, YouTube, social media success, I should say. So Right now I have we you are listening to the No Limits podcast, okay? So this so I do this show with my man Joseph, you guys all know that. And I do another podcast called Cover the Line Podcast. And so that's two podcasts I do right now. Twenty twenty I just plan on doing those the entire year every week. And I really, really would love for this show and that show to have a hundred listeners every week by the end of twenty twenty. I think that is a um, a realistic goal you know I don't think it's gonna be that easy. I mean it's not that easy to get up to basically be a nobody and get hundred people a week to listen to your podcast. Um, that's what I want to do. That's what I think I want us where I want us to be. I, I'm gonna start a solo podcast. I want to do I'm gonna do a five day a week podcast starting like very soon, very very soon. I'm probably gonna do like eight to ten minutes a day. Um, but I want to do a five-day-a-week podcast. Maybe that can get some real good momentum and be an easy lesson for people to um, break down and listen to. So so in 2020, I want to have basically this podcast, Cover the Line podcast, and my daily podcast that I do. Okay, so those are my podcasting goals. I, I think my – I want this show, and like I said, the podcast to have 100 plays a week average – and I'd really love for the YouTube for Strive Network to be completely caught up with every video that we do of every podcast that we make. I'd really love to have that YouTube at 500 subscribers by the end of 2020. 500 subscribers, you know, I just think 500 is a decent, that's a decent sized little little egg, you know, a little nest that we got going on on Strive for the YouTube um, I'm gonna start doing personal YouTube videos consistently in 2020. not? Not. I want to. I'm gonna fucking just hone this. Try to get this down. Like I want to do this. I want to do this for years. And this is. There's no excuses anymore. I don't go to school. I don't fucking. Who gives a shit what people say or think? I'm just gonna. I need to do this. And so. I think, in 2020, I'm not gonna put a number on, my YouTube because I don't know what to expect. all I want to say, my goal is to make a video once a week and try. That's my goal for 2020 with YouTube. Um, I want I've got a, I've done a better job than I was before. I want to get consistent on Instagram. I want to post often. I want to post often on Twitter. I want to you know gain my following and presence on there. Um, I want to meet more of you guys. I want to have a good time. I want to put out content that people enjoy seeing. I've consumed content for years and years, and I just want—I just—I want to create as well, and I want to give what other people have given to me, if that makes sense, you know. Um. So twenty twenty, man, I just want—I want to just have fun and just work hard and just—that's the shit, man. Like I love what I do, like all like fucking my business real estate fucking make a podcast youtube videos this is fun this is all just so fun and so i don't ever want to hear somebody say oh my god like all you do is work and all you do is fucking all this shit not well that's not true i i have a lot of free time and second i love what i i love it like i'm addicted to this shit man so 2020 i just want i want to take All the good things that have happened to me in 2019. Because 2019 has been the best year of my life. You know, I can't speak for everybody listening. But it's been the best year of my life. I've done a lot this year. The first half of the year, I was a high school student. You know, I was, I was, doesn't doing anything. And then I, before I knew it, I went to real estate school. And then I went, I finished a semester of college this year. My fucking fuck college and school and all that dude my business went from being a hobby joke something that i was like that i wanted to do and like you know basically my family my parents and all that kind of being like you know you're doing good to like now now like like it's finally getting some momentum where it's like this is a real deal like this is a real money maker like this is really this is really how I'm getting paid. I almost completely forgot. I freaking quit my job in 2019, you know? Like, I was fucking pushing carts. you know? Like, I I went from basically student working to basically being full-time self-employed this year, you know? Like, it's it's been a great journey this year, and I hope that 2020 I just put more work in Just continue just to see this path through, do good things, and keep the momentum going. Like, for me, I hope this podcast brings people joy. Uh, that That just means so much to me. Getting consistent with this alone has just made me feel so much better. Like, in 2018, I bought this mic here, you know, I... I did a podcast for a month and then I, you know, I got a good amount of listens and the listens don't matter. It's, it was, it's in, it's what was inside. I just probably wasn't ready. You know, I was doubting myself. I just, I let, I let, I don't think I may, I think maybe I got a little bit of, a little bit of success and it scared me. You know, which is weird. That's a weird thing. I know like maybe somebody who's never put out a piece of content wouldn't understand this, but a lot of you guys probably do understand this when you like my first podcast I ever did got 300 plays and something about getting a little bit of traction puts on pressure to deliver. And I just think I crumbled underneath that pressure, but we've been doing this now for three months, like I said, you know, every week, showing up, putting out the good content, making podcasts for all you guys, having fun, you know, like letting out all my thoughts and expressions and I've been consistent and just feels good. Like I, I, I feel like this, this medium, this podcasting thing, I feel like as if, um, I finally kind of made a breakthrough you know, Joseph made a breakthrough. My friend Spencer, who's on Strive Network as well, made a breakthrough. It's um, it's really great. It feels good having something that is a thought or an idea and put it into, into motion. You know, like did I think that anybody would listen to my podcast? Nope. There's no, there's there was no need to. You know, I I'm a nobody, but I'm like, man, everybody starts at this place. You know? Everybody starts at zero. And I, I, I'm loving being at zero right now. It's it's just I'm very blessed. I'm very happy. I'm very fortunate. And I'm very excited for 2020. Very excited for this podcast, No Limits, Strive Network. Just fucking hustling this year, you know, like just no excuses, making things happen, bettering my life. And hopefully you guys, you know, better your life as well. And you guys have a a great year. I hope all you guys had a very merry Christmas. Um, I hope your hol- your holidays were amazing. I hope your New Year's is even better. Okay, I hope all you little virgins out there get a kiss on New Year's Eve. F- fun fact here: I've never gotten a kiss on New Year's Eve. Okay, it's a fact. All right, it just never happened. I just was never. Most of the time on New Year's Eve, I'm in my bed watching some fucking YouTube. Just a fact. Like, I can't even stay up until midnight most times. I'm sleepy. I'm not not watching that ball drop. I got to go to bed, bro. I'm tired, man. I'm an old-ass man. I got to go to sleep. Uh, So I hope all you guys get lucky on New Year's Eve, you know, get yourself a little bit of fucking action maybe, you know um and dude wouldn't that be an amazing way to kick off this decade like you just overachieve at the new year's eve party man i'm just putting that out there in the world i hope all you guys feel that you guys are going to hear this well before new year's eve i hope you guys get that i hope y'all i hope one of my my brothers out there breaks through on new year's eve Um, i need a haircut so bad if you're watching this on youtube you're looking at my bird's nest man I need a haircut so bad. I'm going to go get me cut up probably tomorrow. I got some work to do, guys. I got the fucking Cowboys to watch. I got Sunday Night Football to watch. I'm so glad you guys joined me this week. Joseph Cortez will be back next week. I promise I'll make him. Um, And we will be back as we usually are for the No Limits Podcast again next week. Thank you guys for listening. This is just absolutely insane if you listen this far. I love you guys very much. Follow me on Instagram. I don't even remember my username. Let me look. I don't remember what number. Okay, follow me guys on Instagram at mpendergraft2. That's M-P-E-N-D-E-R-G-R-A-F-T-2 on Instagram. Thank you for listening. I will see you guys again next week with another episode. Peace out.